0: coakley show welcome and good morning lou pate here with you wbt eleven ten a.m 99 3 on the fm 106.3 word greenville south carolina i am the lenny bruce of talk radio thank you for joining me and thanks for spending some time here with me and producer bernie bowles if you want to take part in the conversation it's 800-928-1110 928 1110 um, a lot of stuff going on with the economy, a lot of pain at the pump. I hate that expression, but that's what that's what people understand when it comes to gasoline, grocery prices through the roof. Is Joe Biden out of touch? <clears throat> Are the Democrats out of touch or do you think they're doing this on purpose? I'll tell you where I stand. I think they're doing it on purpose. But the the little glib comments that people make we t- we talked uh, yesterday about dean norris the actor from breaking bad telling people to shut the f up about gas prices and you know multimillionaire actor uh talking telling people that yesterday we played the clip in the first hour uh you know biden commenting on the ceo of chevron his name is um michael worth uh, w-i-r-t-h Uh, You know, complaining about being criticized by the Biden administration and uh, his his comeback is, oh, he he's mildly sensitive. I didn't know he gets his feelings hurt so bad, but he's criticized. Biden has um, oil companies, uh, refiners for for making huge profits. He says they make more money than God. Hmm. I don't know who Biden's God is. I know Biden's God is the God of money. That's all he cares about. The green God the god of politics, the god of power, he doesn't care about the Judeo-Christian God. It's funny. Uh, it's funny, more money than God. It makes me. It makes me think about, you know, how politicians like Nancy Pelosi said she's very religious. She's very prayerful. She prays all the time. No, she doesn't. Uh, she's not religious at all. Uh, you know, these people are supposedly Catholic, Pelosi and and Biden, but they're also baby killers. So. You can't be you can't be one you can't be both right so one or the other anyway it's funny because the people that use god's name the most are the most ungodly of all Uh, i find it funny that even religious leaders like the popes and the cardinals these are representatives of quote-unquote god on earth right yet they're the biggest charlatans going I mean, look look at it. priceless works of art line the walls of the vatican you know ten thousand dollar rings and watches and the, the 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 opulent life that they live and they're supposed to be men of poverty <laughs> it's surprising that the real god doesn't strike them down with lightning unbelievable so yes uh, folks Whenever someone is using God's name, uh, be careful, because they're usually a fraud. And uh, obviously that pertains to politicians. And quite frankly, let's look at the Pope, really. I mean, look at this guy. (laughs) He's a liberal politician. He is not a man of God. Uh, Give up some of your luxuries there, pal, and maybe we can talk. But anyway, Michael Worth, the chairman and uh, CEO of Chevron, he sent a very tersely worded letter Uh, To Joe Biden, and he talked about, he said, and I quote, Your administration has largely sought to criticize and at times vilify our industry. These actions are not beneficial to meeting the challenges we face and are not what the American people deserve, end quote. And what does Joe Biden say? He's mildly sensitive. I didn't know he gets his feelings hurt so bad. Let's play that again. Uh, Clip number two, please, Bernie. He's mildly sensitive. I didn't know they
1: get their feelings hurt that quickly. Look, we need more refining capacity. This idea that they don't have oil to drill and to bring up is simply not true. This piece of the Republicans talking about Biden shut down feels wrong. There are 9000 of them. Okay. So they, then we ought to be able to work something out whereby they're able to increase refining capacity and still not give up on transitioning to renewable energy they're both within realm of possibility
0: okay this is a man who can't even identify that we are already in a recession in an interview the other day i believe it was with the associated press he said a recession is not inevitable maybe it's not inevitable because we're already in one but elon musk is out there he spoke with a bunch of executives from bloomberg and he says uh, he says that uh, a recession is probably going to happen. This is Elon Musk, cut number one. A recession is inevitable at some point. Um, as to whether there is a recession in the near term, um, I think that is more likely than not. Uh, it certainly is. not It's not a certainty, but
1: um, it appears more likely than not.
0: More likely than not. That coming from the richest man in the world. And it's funny I uh, I clipped it off but <laughs> it was for the the guy who was the CEO of Bloomberg was asking him the question is a recession inevitable and then after that he turned to the guy and said what do you think? <laughs> and the, the guy didn't know what to say. I'm with you he said. Of course you're with him. He's the richest man in the world. What else are you going to say? So my question to you the listeners to the Vince Coakley show is is the administration out of touch? Are they that stupid? Or are they doing these things to hurt America on purpose? I think it's on purpose. I'd like to know what you think. 800-928-1110. 800-928-1110. Nobody can be this stupid. Nobody can be this dumb. Nobody can have this much lack of common sense and be involved in everything that is going on and not see what is happening. When uh, in your first day of office, as I mentioned earlier in the show, you shut down pipelines, what do you think is going to come from that? When you're sending people tons of money not to work, while the, you, shut, you shut down the economy, and while the economy then is trying to recover, businesses are slowly being allowed to open around the country, uh, especially slowly in, in California, New York, and other states like that, not here in Florida. But, and then you're, you're undermining these businesses by paying their workers more than they were making at work to stay home and do absolutely nothing, flooding the economy with money, causing inflation. I mean, it's it's textbook. It was done on purpose. The real question is why? There's probably numerous answers as to why, but the main answer comes down to, well, they want to control you. Yes, they want us to switch to electric cars and they want everything to be electric and blah, 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 blah. That's all, that's all baloney, because I'll tell you what they're going to do with that. Back in the 80s, I don't remember this, I read up on it, but they did this. I was too young. Back in the 80s, they wanted people in the northeast and all around the country but mainly the northeast because that's where you, uh, a lot of homes are heated by oil. They wanted them to convert to natural gas because as you know we sit on the largest uh, natural gas res- natural gas reserves in the world. Get natural gas, get off of oil. It'll be cheaper. So, what did a lot of people do? They converted. Half my neighborhood, maybe more, converted to natural. Everybody got new boilers. Oh, clean energy, cheaper energy. As soon as many people switched over, they raised the price of natural gas. And it was about the same as oil. So now you're paying the same as you were before, only now you're in a hole for a few thousand dollars, many thousands of dollars, actually, for for the changeover. This is what they do, folks. And I'll give you more examples when we come back. I say it's on purpose. 800-928-1110. What do you say? This is the Vince Coakley Show. Welcome back to the Vince Coakley Show. Lou Pate here with you along with producer Bernie Bowles, WBT, 1110 AM, 99.3 on the FM, WORD 106.3, Greenville, South Carolina, 800-928-1110. We have Hollywood elite mocking American people for the high cost of gas. We have the president mocking the CEO of Chevron. Meanwhile, people are going broke. People can't afford to drive to and from work and... The politicians just don't care of course the republicans aren't doing anything about it they're making sure they don't teach wokeness in schools they're making sure that some tranny president in 100 years <laughs> like that would ever happen um that the fad will be over the, the fad will be over by then the trend will be over by then make sure that they can call them by the right pronouns ridiculous um pretty amazing let's get to the phones paul in charlotte uh, you're on the vince coakley show with Lou Payne. thank you for holding
1: oh no thank you so much for taking my call interesting discussion um i just wanted to weigh in real quick um i think that this is absolutely intentional there's no other uh, conclusion conclusion you can come to i remember when i was a little boy i grew up in buffalo new york and i remember my father driving across the peace bridge to canada to get gasoline and groceries because of the high inflation and Jimmy Carter was incompetent, but I think he was a good man who was just unfit for the job. Nowadays, I think that these people are some of the stupidest, stupidest people I've ever seen in my life, from Mayorkas to Biden to Harris and all the rest of them yelling. But I think what they're doing is absolutely intentional. I mean, when Biden was sworn in... um At the ceremony, he went back to the Oval Office and signed about 26 executive orders within 15 minutes. One was canceling the pipeline and laying off 11,000 people. Right. We mentioned that earlier. They didn't write themselves within 10 minutes from his inauguration. They were prepared in advance, and this is is all planned. And I think my my belief is, you mentioned um, uh, the Catholic Church earlier. There's a rash of liberalism coming through the Catholic Church. I'm Catholic. Um, and to see what's happening right now, I think our Pope is a. I mean, I just think he's a, a communist politician. He doesn't believe the Pope is in not a Pope. The, the
0: Pope is. not Paul, hold on, Paul, Paul. Let me let me get you know. Come on, you got your script, but let me get a word in there. You know what I'm saying? The Pope is I'm is sorry? proven that he's 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 not a man of God. He's not. About, he's not about the faith. He's more about the politics. He's been pushing his liberal politics since the beginning. The fact that he actually became the pope was I could tell you that the wrong man was picked because, again, they wanted to pick an Hispanic male because it was that person's turn or that group's turn. Pick the person who is most qualified for the job, not because he checks off the right boxes. So, you know, this pope he's talking about now retiring. Good, retire. Retire. Let's get a real man of faith in there, a real Roman Catholic, not some politician like John Paul and and not some former Nazi like Benedict, who, who was the one before him. But uh, yeah, these guys aren't as people are, are flocking away from the church, pun intended. Uh, these guys are doing nothing uh, to keep people from running. Actually, they're driving them away with their liberal politics.
1: And absolutely, very well stated. And the Catholic Church is working on all these relocation posts all across the southern border. They're aiding and abetting and trafficking. But the last, the last point that I was going to make that kind of goes along with the Pope. I think there's something very nefarious going on. I think the I think that the liberals really want to destroy this country. Like wait, Barack wait, hold Obama on one says, second,
0: Paul. Hold on. When you say there's something nefarious going on, then you you segue to liberals want to destroy the country. Is there something nefarious in your opinion going on with the Pope, or are they connected? What are you saying?
1: I, I think that the the, uh, the I think they they share very same values. The Pope and our government. When when they say that they want to fundamentally transform the country or build back better, well, in order to build back better, doesn't that mean you've got to destroy what there is? and i think when you look at the southern border and you look at the economy i think they want to destroy the border i think they want to destroy our economy and they want to replace it with something else what that is i really you know i think it's probably something akin to communism but um something really really strange is happening in in this country and uh it's it, to me it's very terrifying
0: well i don't know if you had a chance to listen yesterday paul but when i was here i said excuse me, that the United States government is in cahoots with the drug cartels. And quite frankly, if I had an opportunity to go work for the United States government or the drug cartels, I'll take the drug cartel because at least I know what I'm getting with them. I step out of line, I'm dead. The, the, the um, United States government comes at you, the current flock of, of that, that these people, they come at you with a smile while they're killing you. They're like the mafia. So you've got the drug cartels, you've got the United States government, and you've got the Catholic Church in Rome. There is no difference between them. They all want the same thing, money and power, and they don't care about people. That's, it's as simple as they can say they care about people, but just because you say it doesn't make it so. But there is no difference between the drug cartels, the Pope, and the United States government. Uh, that's, that's where yes, I stand. I on. Their the actions whole, speak louder than whole, words. Hello? Yeah, I'm listening. All right, Paul. Well, take care, Paul and Charlotte. Talk to you later. We must have lost you, but uh, thank you very much. It's uh, you know he's frightened, folks, and rightfully so. It's scary times out there because you kind of feel helpless, but you're not. You're not. There's two things you can do: vote and vote and. There's a third thing you could do, which was arm up. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Um, but um, first, and, first and foremost, vote and vote. And the reason I tell you to buy a gun is because it is your constitutional right, number one, to own one. And it is your constitutional right to use it to protect yourself. One thing the liberal media won't tell you is that, get this, in 365 days in a year, there are over 2 million people who use guns in America legally to defend themselves legitimately you never hear about that you know you'll hear about the one guy who shoots the black guy and they'll make a big deal about that uh uh, you'll hear about the you know one guy who drops dead of a heart attack because of fentanyl but he happened to have a police officer's knee on his neck they'll make a big deal about that but they won't tell you about the two million plus people every year in america who use guns legally Legally, legal guns used legally and legitimately to defend themselves and their families. Every once in a while, but you got to dig deep for it. You find some uh, cool senior citizen lady living alone who killed some guy who came into her. Boom! Double bower shotgun right in the chest. Yeah, throw her a parade. We need more of that. That is exactly what we need. I'll tell you what we don't need. What we don't need is what I'm seeing here. On t- I just looked up. I get so into the show, I got TVs on around me. I get, I look, I see Nikki Haley on TV. Ugh, what a disgusting, repugnant human being. This woman is against free speech. I have said it many times. I will say it again. She runs for president. I will do everything in my verbal power to to let people know the truth about this woman. She is a politician's politician, and she is against free speech, and she is a rhino if there ever was one. Just the fact that she's embraced by the current Republican establishment should speak volumes as to why America should stay away for, from Nikki Haley. 800 928 My name is Lou Pate. You are listening to The Vince Coakley Show. Welcome back to the Vince Coakley Show. Lou Pate here with you, along with producer Bernie Bowles. If you want to take part in the conversation, it's 800-928-1110. You're listening to WBT, 1110 AM, 99.3 on the FM 106.3 WORD, Greenville, South Carolina. Don't have time to call? Well, you can give me a shout-out on uh, email, loupate at gmail.com, L-O-U-P-A-T-E at gmail.com. That is my personal email. It's the only email I use, so uh, you will definitely get me there. Um, We're talking about a lot of different things. I just wanted to give you an update. We talked about the... uh, shenanigans of alleged comedian Stephen Colbert and his unfunny, unwatched show on CBS, how he still has a job, how he, why he was ever hired to be quite honest with you. That guy was writing, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Jewish guy, there, Leibowitz, uh, Stewart, John Stewart, the real name, last name is Leibowitz or something. Uh, why why these guys have stage names? It's so stupid. Use your real name. Well, I guess if your name is Leibowitz, you don't want to use that. I don't know. The, uh, the media world is run by Jewish people. You'd think you'd want to highlight that. Um, the funny thing is, so um, Colbert rides John Stewart's coattails from Comedy Central and parlays it into the show on CBS. And you know, it's it, he's never really done anything with it since he left there. Gosh, if I I'm better than than Kimmel, the fat Brit. Uh, Conan, when the, the ginger, boy, I'll tell you what, that guy's so ugly. He'd have to, buy, hi, I'd have to hire a woman from, he'd have to marry a woman from Seattle because that's the only one who'll marry him. You ever see women in Seattle? They all look like Bigfoot. Um, whew, I lived there for six years. Ooh, don't remind me. Getting PTSD just thinking about it. But anyway, we know that he, he sent his people into the Capitol. They know that they broke the rules. They know they were banging like animals on Republican members' doors. They broke into two offices and allegedly took pictures, and nothing is going to happen to them. We've talked about it the last two days. But uh, Representative Rodney Davis uh, was being interviewed, and he commented on it. Evidently, he and Jim Jordan have sent a letter demanding answers. You know what that's going to get you? That's as if you wrote a letter to your congressman or woman or senator, regardless, uh, Republican or Democrat. They're not going to write back to you. They don't care. So they are giving it the old college try. But quite frankly, I don't trust Jim Jordan. I don't trust the Republicans. So you wrote a letter. Big stinking deal. Demanding answers. You wrote a letter demanding answers. Good for you, but nothing's going to come from it. Heck, who's that? The criminal uh, Eric, uh, what was his name? The old attorney general. The black guy who just still can't get over the fact that a cop stopped him one day. Um, Eric Holder. The guy was held in contempt of Congress. And he just ignored it. The Democrats, they don't have to pay any federal law. They can commit murder and nothing is going to happen to them. That's just the way it is. But uh, here's uh, Representative Rodney Davis, cut number three.
1: It's frustrating because
0: somebody with the political leanings of Stephen Colbert can joke
1: about people getting arrested in the Capitol complex. But if a Republican did it, they would throw the book at them. And, And that's what's frustrating, because again, it is very difficult to get arrested in the house office buildings but you get arrested when you come in you don't have credentials you're kicked out by the capitol police and then you're let back in by a staffer who used to work for adam schiff and then all of a sudden you're banging on doors
0: running around the office buildings causing a disturbance and then cbs allows stephen colbert to joke about it hey let's get serious here no they can't, they don't want to get serious the laws don't apply we saw rioting we saw murder We saw vandalism. We saw terrorism on the part of the Democrats, and nothing happens. Uh, So when they do the same thing that a bunch of knucklehead Republicans did on January 6th, what do you think is going to happen to them? Nothing. But I just wanted to give you that update. Nothing is going to happen. Colbert and all nine of those people should be thrown in jail, and they should be put in solitary confinement, just like the January 6th people who were arrested. They should be treated the same way, the, not given bathroom services, not given food, not given water. See how, see how that works. Not going to happen, though, because the laws only apply to you and me. That's why I'm telling you, folks, take advantage of your Second Amendment rights because you might need them one day. Because these people are being boxed into a corner. They are, they are losing power in early November. There will be a lame duck se- uh, se- session from November through January. It's not going to be your traditional lame duck service. It's going a session. Excuse me. It's going to be people who are rats boxed into a corner, trying to get everything done that they can get done before January. If you don't believe me, let me remind you of Obamacare. When was Obamacare pushed through and rammed down our throats? Christmas Eve. What were you doing Christmas Eve? You're having fun. You're celebrating with your family. You're tipping back a cup of coffee or a few beers or who knows, maybe a whiskey, eating some great food, breaking your brother's chops, having a grand old time, not thinking about stupid old politics and Washington, D.C., but meanwhile, while you were doing that, they were ramming health care down our, our throat that doesn't work. Amazing. So anyway, I just wanted to give you the update on that. Beware a cornered Democrat. By the way, my apologies to the rats out there. I hate to uh, compare a rodent uh, to... Two politicians, because a politician is beneath a rodent. But earlier in the show, I talked about the uh, what they're doing in Washington D.C. with your guns. They want to take them away. They a bipartisan group. That means um, Democrats and rhinos have uh, released the text of the first major gun safety legislation. And um, it's gun safety that will do absolutely nothing. I'm just going to go through it quickly here, um, what they have included and what they have excluded. What is included is state crisis intervention support, $750 million for that. That means absolutely nothing. What they are not including is an assault weapons ban. That's a good thing. What they are including is an enhanced review process for buyers under 21. Again, something that's not going to do anything. They dress it up as if they're going to uh, give 18- to 20-year-olds a, a problem, a hard time, but they're really not. Uh, what is not in it is a higher age requirement to buy semi-automatics uh, rifles. That basically negates the previous one about an enhanced review for buyers under 21. What will be in is penalties for straw purchases. <laughs> Again, that does absolutely nothing. So that's what we have going on there. We'll take a quick break um, and, and we'll be back. Welcome back to the Vince Coakley Show, 106.3 WORD, Greenville, South Carolina. Lou Pate in for Vince, along with producer Bernie Bowles. And if you're so uh, inclined to take part in the conversation, 800-928-1110. Email me, loupate at gmail.com. I have to say, I am very happy with this Senate gun safety bill. Why because it doesn't do anything. It's just a bunch of uh fluff, another, I guess you'd call it. I don't know, a bunch of fluff uh designed to make it look like they are actually doing something. Don't get me wrong. They still wanna take away your guns. They're not gonna come for that. This is just to appease uh the regular people as they like to call us. To make it look like they're doing something in response to the tragedy in Buffalo, uh, response to the tragedy in Uvalde, Texas, okay? it's That's all that they're doing, as I, I went through some of what's in it and some of what's out, and uh, it, all of that stuff doesn't do anything. I just wanted to get a few more of them in here. Out of the bill is federal background check expansion. Okay, fine. Uh, in mental health services, uh, telehealth investments. Basically, you know, uh, they want to prevent suicides with guns, right? That's a good thing. But you're gonna have to, if you want to talk to someone, you you're gonna, you can't really go see anybody. You gotta do it over the computer, or over your phone. So that's not gonna do anything. Out is the repeal of a liability shield, which basically means the bill does not amend or repeal the federal liability shield that protects gun manufacturers from being sued. You spend your whole life in court uh, chasing one of these things. So that's going on there. And in is the clarification on definition of a licensed dealer. Okay. Listen, people aren't selling Saturday night specials out of the back of their car. Okay. I live down here, as I've told you many times, I'm in Florida. There are gun shops. I think there's three or four in my town alone, and I think it's five in the neighboring town. There's like eight within a short driving distance from my home. All of them are legitimate. All of them are licensed. They are business people, okay? They are business people who sell guns, just like any other business in your community or my community. They, they wanna stay in business, and there are certain licenses and clarifications that you need in order, To practice that business, to not have a proper license for any business, you're just putting yourself at risk for being out of business. Uh, What is also in is um, uh, protections for domestic violence victims. Again, something that does absolutely nothing. And why do I say that? Because. There is protection for domestic violence victims on the books right now. Sadly, it doesn't do anything for any of these. Most of them, overwhelmingly, are women. There are some men who are victims of domestic violence, too, but it's mostly women. And what we see here is we see restraining orders. You can get restraining orders, okay? People are killed all the time by people who have restraining orders that they violate. A restraining order is a piece of paper it doesn't do anything from someone who's psycho who doesn't care about the law who's not going to follow the law do you think oh oh we're, oh good and, and the new senate law we've got uh, protections for domestic violence victims please unbelievable you know most police officers are injured or killed answering domestic violence calls isn't that amazing uh, it's a sad. It's a sad truth about law enforcement. Also in is school-based mental health and support services funding. Okay, again, throwing more money at a problem that uh, is not going to be fixed. And finally, in is school safety resource fundings. This is my favorite because you got federal funds would go to programs that help um, schools create safety measures and support. School violence prevention efforts, because there's also people in school promoting violence, too. You got to watch out for that group. And that's a joke. And um, it's this. this makes me laugh because schools have, many schools, not all, many schools have cops in there. Look what happened in Parkland. You had the coward of Broward County, that guy who's now, get this, collecting $8,700 tax-free a month, and he has 100% medical insurance for the rest of his life because um, that useless Sheriff Israel, who was fired, thankfully, is now, by Ron DeSantis, uh put him into that school so he could ride out the last five years of his career and make it to 30 and get the super pension. Well, he just passed over 30 years when Parkland happened, so he retired. And lawsuits can't even touch that retirement. $8,700 a month tax-free for the rest of his life. The, The coward who was afraid to run into Parkland High School While Nicholas Cruz was running around shooting people, he actually saw him, and it's amazing that he admits this, he actually saw him on the first floor going up the stairs. Well, most of the murders occurred on the third floor. So had he been brave and he had run in there gun a blazing and got into um, a shootout with this guy and hopefully killed him, the lives of all of those people lost, teachers and students alike, one coach would have been saved but he was a coward he wouldn't do it and now he moved out of uh, florida he moved i think he's in south carolina now i forget where i'm not even going to say his name because it's not worth repeating but it's it's an amazing deal to me that this guy is doing this so you know school safety let's throw more money at it you want to know the only thing that's going to protect students in schools is teachers with guns Everybody keeps saying, we have to fix this problem. We have to fix this problem. I'll tell you what's going to fix this problem. Teachers who are willing and able and properly trained to carry guns. If you are a teacher who does not want to carry a gun, that is your right. No one is going to force you to carry a gun. But Uvalde would not have happened, or at the very least, as many young students, kids, man, under, under the age of uh, what, 10, wouldn't have been killed if a teacher had a gun and was able to use it. So I'm sick of every time one of these things happen, they go, oh, we have to fix this problem. Okay, give teachers guns. That's as simple as that. And they won't do that because you know why? They really do not want to solve the problem, okay? They just want to allow it to happen so that they can use the next tragedy as another way to take away your Second Amendment rights. It's not about protecting the kids. They don't care about the kids. They care about money and power. And in this case, they use dead kids to try to take away your guns. Well, that does it for me. My name is Lou Pate. Email me at lupate at gmail.com. I'll give you the schedule.